right, what's going on? Welcome back to another episode on the Step Back Podcast. It's been a couple weeks. Uh, before we start this episode, just wanted to give a, a couple questions to uh, one of our biggest fans out there. Uh, he subscribed everywhere to us. And uh, so we're just going to give you a little sneak peek into the episode. So uh, 2021 season MVP race, who do you have as the MVP? Without a doubt, the best player in the NBA right now, Michael Jordan. No, like 2021, not 1996. Michael Jordan. Okay. Uh, What about the rookie of the year? Well, based on that weird kid who always has off-sports apparel on, Shaquille (laughs) O'Neal. Shaquille. Okay, we're still talking about 2021, not, not... Why do you keep saying that, Shaq? That's okay. All I say. Okay. So, Shaq. so who's the best coach in the league right now? Who do you think is going to take the Coach of the Year award? Phil Jackson. Phil. Phil. Okay. Goat. Uh Okay, I think he's a little confused here. Um, okay, what about the Sixth Man of the Year? Don't care. Really, don't care. Okay, that wraps it up then. All right. You go Bucket Podcast, number one. Yo, Yo, what's going on, everybody? Welcome back to another episode on the Step Back Podcast. It's been a minute. What's going on? How's it going, everybody? It's going good. We took a week off because Micah was busy in Utah and then Texas. Anywhere but the podcast, so he's back. Um, Yeah, I'm doing good. Just waiting for school to end so I can... Same, dude. Same. I'm feeling extra tan and rested up from all the vacation holidays. <laughs> I'm a little bit tan. I mean, that. I mean, you look a little tan because you got that white background behind you. So I'll give you. Yeah, that, that's but. true. As I say, with the white. Oh, actually, I'm not that tan man anymore. I mean, well, I look I'm, like a white ghost because of the lighting. So I should. <laughs> yeah, the your lighting, bro. I was gonna say, how's the goat over there, Casper? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, okay. Uh, it's March. It's madness. Uh, how's your brackets doing, guys? <laughs> that was How do so you think cringe. So? Mine are uh, terrible. I literally probably took five minutes on my bracket. I just filled out literally any team that looked cool or sounded cool. I did not care. Yeah, same. I did the same thing, except that I spent like five hours on it, and I'm in last place. And in your I did better than you. I was going to say, aren't I doing actually pretty good? I haven't looked. Sam, but you're I not like going to do better than me, though. You're doing oh. better than me, but you picked Illinois, so you're champions out. And I well, that was for one Gonzaga. of my brackets. Wait, wait, wait. Huh? Aiden, Aiden, that was you just picked, one of the brackets. You picked Gonzaga? Yeah. I wait. only did one bracket. Picking two brackets is beta. <laughs> I feel beta. I'm alpha. I'm a well, alpha after Aiden. the first day, every perfect bracket was busted. Or it was something yeah. like a thousand left, and then the next day it was all ruined by it. It was a... It was a Day and a half. It didn't get through the second round. Yeah. But yeah, okay, so I picked I want I didn't want to take all one seed, so I was like, bet you know what? I'll take Ohio State. They got clapped in the first first <laughs> round. My bracket got busted the first game. I took Virginia Tech over Florida. They went to <laughs> OT. I was at work watching on my phone and they blew it. And I was like, all right, like I, I don't Dude, even care. I don't even watch it. I mean Texas oh. I took. Texas went out. Illinois went out. I should have known. Never bet against Sister Jean on a Sunday. <laughs> ever like on a sunday sister jean is not taking an l on a sunday to illinois dude did you hear did you hear what she had in her prayer yes that was she, she had like prayed, the she prayed through statistics i was like oh dang it's was, so good i was 
Oh my goodness! Yeah. None was Honestly, not about to cool. lose on a Sunday. That was a it, it'd be cool off. if they they go fairly far. That's yeah, what I'm, I'm cheering for the rest of the way. I'm looking it's at Chicago our Loyola fun team to root for. You see their center Crutwick or whatever his name Dude, is. Who mm-hmm. is that guy? He's his mustache and like he's averaging like he he had 19 and 12 last game. He looks he's kind like, of a beast. I'm not gonna lie. He's like a like an unathletic Jokic, which I never thought like, it was even possible. Like who? he makes Jokic look athletic. You know, like he. Wait, wait who's this? Yeah, that's who's a good this? comparison. You haven't that watched one Loyola you guy, Loyola Chicago. Uh, no, I haven't been able to watch. Okay, I, watched I don't know. A Sam, lot this, Sam, are you able to throw a picture of Crutwick up on the screen? Yeah, I'm literally doing that right now. Wait, wait, is he is he the guy that they're making the memes about? Like he's the one who's just trying to get back to parole or something? I, I'm uh, not sure. Probably. I haven't seen him, but yeah. Either can you share screen right now, or just throw it yeah. up on the screen when you edit it? I can throw it up on the screen. I can share it right now. Uh, I want to yeah, see this guy. He's that. He's that. Is he their center? Yeah, I made a is TikTok he the beefy, about it. Is he the beefy dude? The beefy dude. That yeah, kind of has the has the uh, the stash. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, I know. Yeah. I know who you're talking about now. Yeah. He. All right. I'll just pop it up in the. How on earth did they be Illinois? <laughs> like they're just so well coached. Like that. Oh, yeah. Coach is up for either a big extension or a new coaching job somewhere, maybe mm-hmm. like even in the NBA. But man, he just gets it done. They play so well together, dude. You want to see that guy? Oh yeah. yes, yeah. Right here, dude. You so want to talk bad. about? You want to talk about someone crazy? Like crazy? Did you guys watch the USC Kansas game last night? No, yeah. I, I didn't like what on earth was up with that game? Yeah, they got blown out. Oh, I was just like, are you serious, dude? Like, so who are you guys rooting for the rest of the way? Are you guys Gonzaga. going to Oregon because you're Oregon fans? Or? I, no, I, I have I Gonzaga. Would, I would lean towards Oregon just because I'm a fan of Oregon. You, oh, so, Micah, you want Gonzaga or you have Gonzaga? Uh, I wouldn't. I, I do like watching Gonzaga, so I wouldn't mind if they went. Honestly, I'm kind of rooting for Oral Roberts. Like, they're okay, they're, sure. they're, they're, they're they're small guy, private, guard, private so university, uh, Christian university. And uh, I was reading like different news articles. They're under fire for for being a Christian university. So I was like, dude, that'd be so sick if they like went all the way and won it. But yeah. I I honestly think there's not. I like Gonzaga. I like Gonzaga, and I would probably cheer for them because yeah. it's pretty hard for them to win, especially this is their best chance ever because there's no one of those big name teams like Kentucky, Duke, UNC is not that good. Kansas hasn't been that great. Like this is their best chance without all those like big, big recruiting classes coming in. Yeah. But the only thing that makes me not want to root for them is the fact that they're undefeated. And I don't want to watch. Like I want to. You want to see the upset. So I want. Yeah, exactly. I, want I like Oral Roberts because they're a 15 seed, and then Loyola Chicago. They're just. They're such a fun. They're just fun. Watch. They're fun to watch. The past three years. I yeah. mean, was that was that how many years ago was that when they made it to the Sweet Sixteen? Two. It was, was not last tournament because we didn't have it, but the tournament right. before. Yeah, the okay. Last, yeah. The last tournament, 2019. Yeah. I don't know. I also, don't like Gonzaga. Yeah. So, I got I got um issue an apology to Mr. Cron. I didn't get a chance to talk to him. I know he watches some of these episodes if you're watching it. The second I saw your bracket and I saw Loyola Chicago in your final four, I laughed. And I couldn't wait to see you at basketball on a Monday or Wednesday night to make fun of it. Um, but now... They actually <laughs> genuinely might make it. I could definitely see Loyola <laughs> Chicago make the final four. Like, they're the really excited. Make a bet right pretty now. Pretty dull. Like, if I look at the bracket right now, they're playing. Oh, who are they playing high. this round? They're playing. Um, let's take a look. Sweet 16. 
they're playing, they're playing a Oregon 12 State. Oregon State. So they're not even the, they're not even the underdog in this one in the Sweet 16 as an eight seed. Although Oregon Oregon State's been and then making fireworks on that side as well. Yeah, and then Syracuse and Houston they would play after, and Houston is honestly a pretty vulnerable two seed. I could see Syracuse going through on that. Not that I'm any bracket expert as my bracket score show, <laughs> like Loyola Chicago genuinely might might make the Final Four. So Mr. Cron, I don't know what you knew that I didn't know, but I picked them out going in the first round, but. But yeah, that's what's going on, Mr. Cron. What's up? Thanks for watching. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> okay, like so, you all right, can respond let's, right let's, now, Samuel. <laughs> no, I'm just saying when he watches this, he's gonna be listening and he's gonna be like, "Yo, what's up, Sam?" That's true. That's um, true. all right, let's get into uh, the NBA. We got mid-season awards. We got the midseason awards predictions for MVP, Defensive Player of the Year, Coach of the Year. Six man, uh, most improved. Did I miss something? Probably. Uh, I didn't really listen though. Um, okay, okay. Let's, let's just start, just start it off with the MVP. Okay, right. who, who, who? Don't Micah. All right. Well, I'm a big Giannis homeboy, so I'll just start off by saying that. <laughs> In every episode, everyone knows now. <laughs> but. I actually don't have Giannis winning it this year. As much as I think he's putting up crazy stats and doing stuff, um, I was listening to Stephen A. the other day talk about uh, Giannis. And, I mean, he he bagged on him. Or was it Kellerman? It was one of the two of them. And he they, they basically said they're like, he's an amazing player, like undeniably an MVP caliber player. However, he's come up short the last, what, three years now, is it? Like, like they get into the playoffs and absolutely do nothing. And I wouldn't say he's a non-factor, but he doesn't, he's, he's not the same. He's not the same. You don't look at him as the MVP. No, no, like at all. Like uh, someone, someone of that caliber, an MVP in my book is someone who can not only carry their team in the regular season, but who can also deliver in the playoffs. And I, for me, I, I'd obviously have to go with Damian Lillard. I know that they haven't gone super far in the playoffs, and that's what I'm basing my argument off of. But the guy's averaging 30 points a game with, like, roughly just under four three-pointers made. And, like, I look at their team, and there really is not a whole lot of options. Like, they have McCollum, which he's been back for how many games? Is he back yet, right? It's, it's been, like, a few games. But anyway, like they're sitting at what seed are they sitting at? They're, they're they sitting have at the six seed. They're at the six seed right now. Yeah, in an incredibly competitive West with literally the only scoring option or the main option being Lillard with McCollum being out. Like it just blows my mind that they're sitting at that seed. And then looking at his numbers, his numbers are MVP caliber. And then honestly, like we've talked about it in the past, like he's such a slept on player that I feel like he deserves that credit. Like if anything, like he, he just, he deserves it. His whole career, he's been putting up MVP type seasons and taking teams that no one ever would thought would, would do anything and still making the playoffs and winning in the playoffs. I'm not saying like, obviously it's hard for him to compete against like the past couple of years, it's been golden state. Now he's got to deal with the Lakers. So it's like, he's up against incredibly talented teams that he just cannot be on his own. But I would just all of that to say, I think Damian Lillard deserves it. And I mean, up until the fact that LeBron got hurt, I feel like he'd be a close, a close second. Um, as much as I'm not uh, a huge LeBron fan, I mean, he, 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 he should be in the conversation. He's, he should be in the conversation every year. So the fact that yeah. he's, 
He's got what three or four MVPs, and he's got four four MVPs. Four, I think. Yeah, um, I, and for someone who's been someone like him of his caliber of talent and being in the league as long as he has, arguably being one of the best ever, I, I still give that title to Jordan. It shocks me that he only has four. So I'd, I'd say he's definitely in that conversation. Yeah, here's the yeah. thing about Damian Lillard that, like, I agree with you, but I, mm-hmm. I, I don't know if I can say, like, if I can vote for Damian Lillard at this point. Yeah. It's hard because, yeah, he he doesn't get the notoriety and the respect that he deserves. Um, can I say that for this season? Like, Oh, he should be the MVP. He's it's a close, it's a close race. And he's he can, in the you conversation. Can, he you, so he, who would you he have definitely has him? to be in the conversation. Um, yeah. I mean, he's, he's been able to like steadily just keep the, the blazers in the top eight seed throughout this entire season. Even when CJ has been gone now that he's got CJ back, uh, um, Yusuf Nurkic, Yusuf Nurkic is coming back uh, here pretty soon. I th- I think you can make a definitely good case for why he's could be an MVP for me. Mm-hmm. It's hard now that LeBron is injured. Now that Joel Embiid is injured, like I don't know. Would you I'd argue, say. Would you argue one of the Nets? No, I mean, okay. okay. Here's the thing about the. Okay, I'm not gonna get sidetracked with the Nets real quick, but I I would say. I'd say LeBron right now, just because he he's only missed one game. Now that he's hurt, he's gonna miss a couple weeks. Joel Embiid, I would have said Joel Embiid is an MVP, but then he got hurt. So yeah. the only other player that's really like in the conversation is Nikola Jokic, and he could definitely make a case. I think Nikola Jokic and Damian Lillard are kind of in the same boat, where you can definitely make a really good case mm-hmm. for their MVP uh, candidacy. Yeah, I, I would say LeBron or Joel is kind of my my take. Okay. Yeah. Yep. So for me, um, I'm a huge LeBron advocate. For me, I think, um, like Kyle Kuzma said, it's very, it's a very political award, very um, narrative based. The point that you made with Giannis is very true. MVP caliber season, hundred percent. They're on. I think. Let's take a look. I believe they're on a seven game win streak. They're the three uh-huh. seed. He's got great numbers to match it up. But to give him at th- like LeBron's a four time MVP, we're gonna give Giannis three times in a row. Yeah. No. Like, Stop. Please. Like mm-hmm. you got to switch it up at some point. Mm-hmm. So that's why he wouldn't be in it for me. He's a great player, um, but he's not the most valuable yeah. player. And, and all the curiosity, has anyone ever gotten three MVPs in a row? Someone has, I forget who, but it all has right. happened. I know they said before he would have joined two other players and people were like, he doesn't warrant joining. I think MJ no. might've done it, but, um, mm-hmm. and then the other person I had what number one was Joel Embiid, obviously with the two weeks, I have to see how he comes back and plays and if he plays like if he's resting and stuff load management and all that stuff that will take into account for me um i'm a huge lebron advocate but joel was number one for me when he went out and everyone took out lebron out of the conversation after they lost four straight without dennis and ad Mm -hmm. but dennis schroeder came back and when um schroeder was playing and ad was out lebron was 11 and 2 so he was leading the lakers and i made a tiktok about it he was averaging most points on the team, most rebounds on the team, most assists on the team, leading them to the number two um, record in the league without AD for a third of the season. And he was leading the Lakers to the number one defensive rating in the league without the one of the best defenders in the league. He had the bet net, net rating for defenders in any of the leagues individually. Yeah. So he was my MVP. And then the point I made to close it off was the best ability is availability. And then two days later, LeBron went down for like four weeks. 
So I feel responsible for that. LeBron, I know you're watching. I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> so LeBron's, LeBron's going to be out of the question for me because I think he's going to miss a whole month. Yeah. It's probably going to go to Joel Embiid. I like what you guys said about Damian Lillard. The thing that sucks is that everyone knew it wasn't going to be Giannis's year because we just gave him two. LeBron mm. and Joel go out. This was Dame's year. They got Robert Covington to take them to like a top three seed and be a real MVP candidate. And then Yusuf Nurkic and CJ McCollum went out. So it's kind of hard to justify giving to him as a six seed. This could have been Jokic's year, but they're a five seed. It's a really in, like weird yeah. way yeah. to look at it. Harden, honestly, as much as I don't like it. He he's having an MVP season right now, right now too. He's almost averaging a triple-double. Yeah. And I the point I made to you a couple weeks ago was, oh, man. Man, he's got Kyrie and KD. KD hasn't even played in months. <laughs> so, like, Harden might be the guy up there. But because I've seen him win it before, I think with all the injuries that have gone down, I think Joel might come back and still win it. But because this is kind of a weird year where it's kind of a good opportunity to give it to a player that might not win it when everyone's healthy, I would say this is the year that I say we give it to Nikola Jokic and get a center to win it again. Unfortunate okay. for Joel and B, but I think that. With he, all the injuries, let's give it to Nikola Jokic. Here's the here's the it's thing the about this question. episode right now and the, and the timing of the episode. It's mid-season, so we're really basing it off the first half of the season. There's still like, you know, the trade deadline to go and a ton of basketball left. Plus, like timing, LeBron is hurt, Joel Embiid is hurt. All these all these superstar players are getting hurt. Curry's so hurt really, too. It, yeah, everyone's hurt. It's really hard to like just say, oh yeah, he's the he's the MVP. He like and like undoubtedly say, yeah, he's the MVP. So it is a. I feel like it's a, it's too close of a race to call at this point. Yeah, I think between it'll, LeBron, it'll but those Jokic, are the those are the top Joel, five right there. Embiid, yeah, and Dave. Yeah. Um, I mean, here's the thing. Here's the thing. You guys mentioned like injuries and whatnot, like like taking away from the MVP conversation. Like if you get injured for a significant amount of time and another player who's performing just as well as you or close to it is playing that more many games and still holding up those kind of stats. I, I feel like it puts them out of the picture, like you said. So it's like, when you think about it, then, I mean, it would be Harden, Dame and Jokic. Those would be the top three at the moment. Then is that, is that what we Because of the value that they bring to the team. Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah, but you no, I don't think I don't think you can say that Harden is bringing that like he you got to remember he's, he's still playing with, he, he, no he's play, I think he's playing can. one of the best I think you can he's been unreal no he's been like, unreal but I'm barely... saying like considerably the amount of like if you don't have Harden you have Kyrie you have now Blake Griffin that's what I mean by that I'm not I'm not taking it away Kyrie from the value that he brings two in their last ten say that again is Kyrie without Harden leading them to ten and two in their last ten. I don't think he is. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, I think he know. is that important. So, yeah. And okay. bro, the one right. thing about I don't, I don't want to take away from Harden. That's not what I'm trying to do. I'm saying if you don't have LeBron on the court, the Lakers have lost the last two. If right. you don't have Damian right. Lillard, they're going to lose. Like, that's what I mean by that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, dude, the 76ers are 8 and 2 without Joel Embiid right now in their last 10. Yeah. Like, which, which, still which goes nice to show. It. Yeah, exactly. Which, yeah, we'll talk about the coaching and that stuff. That's why that was my argument before all this happened was that LeBron is more critical to the Lakers than Joel Embiid is to the Sixers. It's just how it is. But whatever. That's a really tough one to discuss. Let's move on. Rookie of the year. This is – This is where we talk about – It was a one-way race, and now it's a two-way race. 
except that it's not really a race because one of the guys is out for the rest of the season. LaMelo ball, fractured I, wrist, not coming back. What do you I, think? It was obviously indefinitely, like, for sure that LaMelo ball would win the rookie yeah. of the year. There, there's I, no, no I still hope that – part of me hopes that, like, they just, the rest of the rookies just play mediocre trash and he still gets it. I don't. I don't think he will get it if if Anthony. So, so who are we saying is second? Anthony, Anthony Edwards. Edwards. Okay. Since the All Star break, he's averaging like 28 20 points. Some, yeah. Twenty. And the reason for that is because they're missing D'Lo and Malik Beasley, so mm-hmm. he's letting he's just letting ready to fire. But he's yeah. been so good recently. If he kept playing like this, it would be a question. But if he continues to play like this, with Lamelo sitting for thirty games the rest of the season, yeah, I think that. Like Edwards probably wins it, but like if let's say let's almost talk about it more or less now if they were healthy and Edwards continued to play like this, it would have still been a question because he's playing so well. But I want to yeah. give it to Lamelo so because he he yeah. led them to a playoff spot like they're six seed. Like um, yeah. Edwards led them to like bro, they lost like they're like nine. Do they have like ten wins this season? I don't the Timberwolves are ten wins team. now. They're, they're arguably they're are the ten wins in the league. I I think this. Lamelo's injury. If Anthony Edwards continues to play the way he does, it's pretty clear cut and dry that it's going to be him as the rookie of the year. But it opens yep. up the room for uh, guys like Emmanuel quickly on the Knicks and you know Tyrese Halliburton to kind of make a case and a run. Yeah, for those are the other two that I have well. on the list. I, yeah. It's a two way race to me. It is. It is. Race. But I'm saying like it's an opportunity for those two guys to right. really prove themselves. I think the only one that could actually take it away from Lamelo is Edwards, though. Yeah, yeah. for sure. So that and one that, was a pretty, pretty easy one to talk about. I feel bad for LaMelo, man. He was having so much fun. So it would have been, been so sick to see him as a rookie in the playoffs or a playing game too. Yep. Um, yeah. Now, it, are they talking about like, is it possible if they make it to the playoffs, will he be ready or no? I don't think so. I doubt it. It's a broken they wrist. They said out for the season. And when they say out for the season, it's pretty like cut and dry that it's over. Like yeah. they might say out indefinitely if they're coming back, but out for the season. like. It, yeah. Do you think he'll change his game up? Like, do you think no. a broken wrist like that's no. going to mess with them? I doubt it. No. Because it, 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 it heals normally, right? Like, it's not like yeah. you're losing athleticism or speed or anything, but. That's true. Yeah. It'll be it'll be interesting to see. I, I mean, I think what was so heartbreaking, for lack of a better term, was, was like, I'm not a huge ball family fan. I hate But, you. like, how ha- ha- – Having watched LaMelo in the highlight reels, it was genuinely fun watching him. It's like this kid's 19 years old playing with the kind of confidence that he has and making highlight reel plays constantly. And I mean, yeah, I think the media, the media over over coverages him like on, on some of the stuff he does. It's like, all right, wow. that was an average performance. But I mean, when you look at I mean, it's a business for them, right? They're just oh, oh, yeah. Oh, totally. Here. Totally. I mean, I think. But yeah, he so is over coverage for sure. Yeah, he is. Like, I saw like, a comment. It was like, bro, how is ESPN going to sleep at night knowing that LeBron and like Melo are injured <laughs> or whatever? Yeah. And it was, like, it was like, it was like a Zion Williamson. And it was like the meme. It was like, you couldn't live with your own destiny and it brought you back to me. So <laughs> Zion's going to be there every day. I commented on one of the posts and I was like, bro, there's going to be like every single he day. Needs, he like, needs more publicity though. Like yeah. everyone says he hasn't lived up to the hype. 
it's because they don't cover him. Like he's still yeah. like cover as in the media coverage. Like they don't he's like the most efficient him. player of all time. In the I league. know he's he's averaging like 27, seven and six, right? Is that is that am I wrong? Uh I think he's got less assists than that, but like 20, like 26, four, and like seven. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, he's still been like it's so crazy that. what the kind of basketball he's playing, and he's not getting like 25, the hype. seven, and three. Okay. And and compare those numbers back to when LeBron was that young. They're pretty dang comparable. Like it's like not. He's a completely making, different player, bro. Oh, he he is Relax. totally. But like the fact, average thirty one. <laughs> That's one thing I do want to say. It makes me really mad because in like the LeBron Jordan debate, if you yeah. look at like Jordan's rookie numbers, I think he averaged like twenty seven points per game. I might be wrong. I forget that kid's name, but he'll probably call me out and say that, that those numbers were wrong. Gail Stall. Like, yeah, um, I have to that out. Weston. Um, but um, LeBron's rookie numbers aren't that impressive compared to um, like Jordan's. Like he still averaged like twenty points per game and something. But mm-hmm. if you take into account that LeBron skipped a year of college, so he was a year younger, old. like he was so raw. And then mm-hmm. year two, he was literally averaging thirty-one points per game. Like yeah. year two. I I think I, I mean we always seemingly run about to end up talking about sticking LeBron, but yeah, Aiden, relax. Jeez. Remember the speaking of not getting publicized, I think I mentioned it earlier, but like I don't think I've seen a James Harden clip in like months. Yeah, it's true. Like he's playing the way it was third season. LeBron's third season, it was 21. Second season, it was 27. Yeah. 27, 7, and 7 in the second season. Well, let's see. In Zion's second season, he's 25, 7, and 3. So yeah. not as good, but I mean, when we're comparing, like when they're like, like I said, oh, he's a different basketball player. Why are we having not, this comparison? Zion's been unreal. Yeah, <laughs> LeBron James. Yeah, no one is LeBron James. Exactly. <laughs> Zion's been dope. Zion's like, been awesome. When they're saying, when they're saying he didn't live up to the hype because everyone's like, yeah, he's right, right, yeah, and it's like, yeah, okay, stop sleeping on him is the point. That's a yeah, casual. That yes, just means that you're do. just watching highlights and you're not watching basketball. Zion's like the, oh. one of the most efficient, statistically like statistically efficient players of all time. Well, you know who's see, shooting amazing right just now? Just because he's not Joe dunking Eagles. the ball every possession, but he's just laying it in because like they can't stop him from laying it in. He can't dunk the ball every time. Yeah, no one can guard him. So I de- could. De- def- okay, yeah, relax. Totally. Defense. <laughs> def- defensive player. Hey, what do you guys I have? No, I feel like this is a hold up a bit. <laughs> I'm just, I'm imaging Aiden trying to guard Zion. Zion comes I can up. show you the image. You know what it would be like? Do you ever <laughs> see that video of of Zion in high school when that little kid comes Yeah, in that little little five seven ass? white kid. Pops that would up. be me. Yeah, that's me. Just get absolute body. <laughs> and he did the he did the. <laughs> Zion's like disrespect really that kid. That's gonna guard me. <laughs> oh my word, that would be me. Okay, yeah, defensive player of the year. Um, really let's give it to I a guard. Ben- I'm tired of giving it to the big men that can't switch on anything. Benjamin. Let's finally let de- defensive player of the year's got to finally go to a guard. And I think we finally found the guy is Ben Simmons. He can guard one through five laterally quick block shots, steals the ball. He can guard anyone. And I'm, I'm tired of giving it to players like Rudy Gobert. Although he is on my list for top three, he anchors the defense, but strictly a defensive player. He's not versatile, and I want a versatile defender try, one through five. Did you try to see him uh, defend Giannis? Like, he couldn't. Ben? Who? Yeah, Gobert? No, but, well, both. But, like, did you see the highlight of Ben? 
Like Giannis walked all oh, this over. Guy's him. such a Giannis fan, eh? <laughs> okay, buddy. Okay. <laughs> Everyone gets beat def- defending, but you put him on one through five. Yeah. yeah um, Zion, like Giannis, is probably one of the most unguardable players. He's like. Yeah, no, <laughs> <laughs> that's, <Aiden. laughs> that's you, Aiden, right there. That kid. <laughs> this guy could have made it laggier, buddy. Um, but yeah, like go bear, bro. Like I don't know if you can say this is the best defender in the league. When the second you see that Z- um, Rudy Gobert gets switched on to Curry, House of Highlights is right there, ready to post it. Because yep. that man yep. gets absolutely embarrassed. Anytime a guard switches onto him, he's turning the wrong way. He's on the floor. Like he, I, he anchors a great defense. So I have him on this list for that reason. But Ben Simmons is so versatile. I have him on there for my defensive player. Of the I year. would agree. I don't think you can give it to a guy like I feel like Rudy Gobert is just like a good you, shot. You can, but no, no, you can't. No, no. I'm saying, but like time. he's he a good. Time. You've had your. You've had. Be a first team All NBA, but yeah, I exactly. He's a great he's shot blocker. But if all you do is is uh take the defensive player of the year and just consider oh yeah he's a great shot blocker give it to him as the defensive player of the year you said yeah. ben simmons is more versatile he can defend guards he can he can still shot block like you know what i mean yeah. you're gonna Who just base it off shot blocking give it to miles turner yeah i have miles turner on there too the guy's averaging like three and a half blocks a game yeah that's insane like but he's not he's I, not as good of a defender as gobert he blocks more shots but he's a little more stat hungry than gobert like he just wants yeah, to block he the just shot. swats a lot of times him. blocking the shot isn't the right choice it's like bro like you could alter a shot be there for the rebound but he'll help side to block a shot won't get it and then his defender his his offensive man will be past him i'm like bro you don't have to block every shot yeah you see gobert almost got a triple double with blocks a couple days ago why nice. is yet he had, he had 18, 9, and 10 18. with oh, nine yeah. blocks. Bro, who gets yeah. that close to getting a triple-double blocks? And you That's don't tough. Get That's tough. 21 that, points. Finishing the game, looking at your stat points. sheet, going, man, one more block. and I had Dude, My fantasy point. team was looking absolutely unreal. Dude, our fantasy team is non-existent. <laughs> yeah, you can touch that in forever. If I get my own next year, which means I'll win next year if I get my own. <laughs> Oh man. Okay, okay so what time, moving what time on. Do we start this podcast. Do you know? It doesn't matter. You got somewhere to be? No, I'm just you got an angry like, roommate to get back to, or what's yeah, going? what? Uh, yeah. No, I'm staying clear of that for now. Okay, okay, so moving on to coach of the year. Michael was like, "Oh, I don't know what to do for coach yeah, of the year. Phil, I don't really know Phil all the Jackson. coaches." Basically, just look at the. Phil Jackson, oh my Philip Jackson. There's Basically. three guys that I think it's easy to make a case for, and the Zoom is telling us that we have 10 minutes, so let's get this one done quick. All right. Coach of the year, top three, Quinn Schneiderlin, Doc Rivers, Monty Williams. I think it's pretty simple. I have mine. All of them have a really good case, like Doc Rivers. He went with that whole choke thing with the Clippers, took a team, the 76ers that aren't a great regular season team, and then bang, they're one of the best in the league. Yep. Monty Williams, um, he was the guy that took the bubble team, coached them to 8-0 without Chris Paul. So you can't say, oh, it's just Chris Paul. That's why they're so good. No, he coached them. He changed the culture there. He did a great job. And then Quinn Schneiderlin, I did a TikTok ranking where I thought that player teams would be the next season. Everyone was like, man, the West is so good. Someone has to be eliminated. And everyone was saying it was going to be the Utah Jazz. And now the Utah Jazz are the one seed. So for me, I like Monty Williams the most, but Quinn Snyderland, the fact that he's gotten them to be like, or they won like 21 out of 23 games, I have Quinn Snyderland as the coach of the year. 
Yeah, they're kind of they're they're on a downhill right now though. After they are. They are. They're, they're not old. They're not down. But like they're no. They're I'm not, saying like they're slowing they're, down. They're yeah. That's a better way to. They're slowing down. Ooh, I don't know. I would say I would say Doc. Ten. Who? Hey, the Jazz five yeah. and five. Yeah, five and five. That's what I'm it's saying. They're so slowing down. The publicity they don't get when they're struggling. The Lakers are six and four, and the whole world's falling apart. But the Jazz are five and five. No one talks. About it's it. the oh, Lakers. No, they're always going to get publicized. Yeah, when, when it, good it. and bad. I got to take it because we get all the good publicity too. Yeah. What? what Doc we're Rivers. Not, we're, that's who I got. Yet. Yeah, it's that's a pretty good uh, pick. Or oh, man, I cannot talk. Anyways, like I totally lost my thought. That's a first. No, it's just. Not. <laughs> so you guys want to just keep it rolling? All right, let's keep it rolling. That was pretty easy. Yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, yep. it's not six men of the year. I only have two. I didn't really research this video a whole lot, so I only have two guys that I want to talk about. Really? And I think it's like it's Jordan Clarkson. I have Jordan Clarkson and Chris Boucher, and I have Jordan Clarkson winning by a landslide. Okay, it's I I yeah. This one's easy too. It's pretty clear. It's Jordan Clarkson. Uh, I, you said Chris Boucher. I had uh, Goran Dragic in there as a, a. Isn't he a starter though? Is he? I think he starts, but he's well, okay. He's maybe injured. Usually, a, he's okay, usually I think it's because starter. He, well, okay, maybe he's a starter. I don't know. I thought it's kind of hard because some some teams like bro, like the Clippers had two nominees last year. It's kind of hard for six men, but like this one is pretty easy. Jordan Clarkson. He's been such a nice plug, like spark plug off the bench for that team. Um, knocking on three. Chris Boucher was absolutely nutty for a couple weeks in fantasy. Um, and as a player, he's cooled off a little bit, but he's been good. What you didn't like that, Sam? He's been absolutely <laughs> I just thought nutty, it was funny. buddy. I just thought it was funny. Um, all right, we got seven minutes. You guys want to just hit most improved, or Sam, do you have something to say about six man? No, nah, I mean it's it's pretty clear that it's Jordan Clarkson, so let's move on. Most improved. I have four guys worth noting. Okay, so okay. I, I mentioned who's I yours, mentioned Micah. Four- well, I mentioned before the video, uh, I thought Terry Rougier, but like I looked at his stats last year and they're literally pretty much in comparison. What did he average last year? He averaged 18 points. Oh, did he? Uh, 18, like four and three or something like that. Oh, this, this year he's averaging 20, right? Yeah, it's, it's minuscule. It's, a, it's just more impressive because last year he was brought in to be like the number one option. He got the whole bag. And then uh-huh. this year, he was kind of like the forgotten piece. There's Melo, there's Gordon Hayward, yep. there's Devontae Graham, and he's averaging 20. Like, and bro, he's literally been like, I forget who, who they said. They were like, someone was talking about Damian Lillard. He's like, man, he's got to be like the clutchest player in the NBA besides Terry Rozier. Because, bro, I can't even count how many times Terry Rozier has scored at yeah. the end of the games. Yeah, that's like, true. The Hornets announcers are the greatest announcers of They're all so time. Good. And I love it. He's literally he's so different in, in crunch time. Like, he has been so much screaming when he made a free throw. <laughs> I was like, what? So yeah, he, he's been he's just been playing better basketball. Last year was kind yeah. of empty stats. This year they're actual like real like stats meaningful. contributing to winning. I was basketball. gonna say yeah. those point those stats are coming at the end of the game when they when they actually need those. Yeah. And so, yeah. For my me, fantasy team he's yeah, been looking that's nice. True. Last round pick. Oof. But you got him your last round. Last round. Wow. <laughs> wow. For for me, I'd have to say uh Jeremy Grant. Uh I don't know. It's because Blake Blake Griffin's not playing. I mean, I'm assuming he's getting more minutes because of that. Now, obviously, Blake Griffin is traded, but to go from 12 points per game to 23, yeah, I'm, go yeah, from I'm proud five. Of him, what he was playing with the Nuggets and he was looking nice. 
They yeah. offered him the exact same contract, the Nuggets, yeah. that the Pistons did, but he went to the Pistons because he believed that he was like a better player than just a role player, mm-hmm. like a 3 and D guy, and he's showing that. And it's kind of funny because everyone got mad at Detroit. They're like, why would you let Christian Wood go or whatever? And then they signed Jeremy Grant for the exact same amount of money that Christian Wood got, and now they're both probably the top two players in the most improved. Yeah, yeah, and I'm I feel like, like it, it all depends on what kind of system you're playing in and like – yeah, that has a huge impact on it. But yeah, Jeremy Christian Wood Grant. definitely up there too. Yep, both of, the, both lot, of them are so funny. I'd probably go Jeremy Grant. Both both are funny though, know, in the sense of like we're both talking about teams that are or players that are on teams that are absolutely doing doing nothing. Like, yeah, but I feel like that gives them the opportunity to improve. So yeah, that's it's true. kind of a hard one because it's who improves the most. But a lot of times, it's not the player improving as much as it is their opportunity increasing. Yeah, I was going to say, like, with Jeremy Grant, like, the team sucks. And he got, he's gotten more opportunity. Same with Christian Wood. Yeah. But, but still, you can't na- take away from the fact it's like they're still on a professional basketball team putting up those kind of numbers. Yeah, someone has to do it, but I mean, they're still doing it on a regular basis. So I can't, I'm not taken away from what they're doing. Having said that though, I mean, it's like those guys are like, let's say they're most improved on like a one to five seed team where there's other big time scores and yet they're still putting up that kind of numbers. Then it's like, whoa, like where's that coming from? But having said that, it's still impressive that you, you take a Jeremy Grant, he's averaging 21 points a game, like, what was it, five boards or something like that? Yeah, yeah. 20, 23 points a game, five boards, three assists. Like, that's still impressive. Yeah. Another guy that's, like, really probably defines most improved the best, because, like, Jeremy Grant and Christian Wood, they just got a chance to have the ball way more, so they kind of, like, their volume increased. One of the guys that really had the same volume, same opportunity was Julius Randle, mm-hmm. who he's stayed on the Knicks, and he just went from being, like, a Julius Randle to like a legit all-star yeah and that was nothing changed like a coaching change that utilized him better and he really just became a better player and then one more player I want to know if if Steve Tristan and Mike watch this they'll hate me because I all all I do is talk about him is Norman Powell in my opinion the most (laughs) underrated player in the entire NBA like if I look at him statistically he shoots the ball super well he's averaging like mid mid season he wasn't getting played a whole lot and since then, like since he started and gotten starting roles with OG Ananobi being in and out, he's averaging like 24 points per game the rest of the year. And now he's averaging like 20 points per game flat because he started off slow because he didn't get the time. But like he is like, if you watch him play, like he can, he's hit like five, six, seven threes, like multiple times this year. And then he like, he's a bucket, like the Nets are looking to get him, but he's the most slept on player. I think his opportunities increased with OG Ananobi, but he is a good candidate for most improved as well. He's been a bucket this year. The reason he gets all publicity is because he plays in Canada. Yeah, that's true. I mean, that's that's the but truth. Like, a lot of people that don't watch him, like, holy crap, Norman Powell. Like, I watched him before. I had him on my fantasy team last year. He's always good. He just didn't have the chance to take as many shots. And with Kyle Lowry kind of being out for a little bit, like, he's really like flourished. Like, yeah. apparently I, the Knicks are interested in him. I could see him going to the Knicks and averaging 23, 24 points per game. Well, sure. with, with that that being that being said, with the Zoom says less than a minute. So I'll, I got uh, a minute and thirty. Oh, oh, whoa. Dude, we she can always, time, we baby. can always start oh. another one. But I, okay, I think Norman Powell being the most underrated player in the entire league is a little bit of a stretch. I who who we got like a minute. Who who's I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Damian Lillard. No. Okay. We know Dude. he's an all star though. Yeah. No, that's, that's, that's the point. That's the point. Even knowing that you still 
underestimate him. Like, oh, you don't, because he brings you so much more value than a Norman Powell. Bro, you would have not have so much more value than a Norman Powell. That's all I'm saying by that. He can be Damian, underrated. underrated. Norman Powell is underrated, but Damian Lillard <laughs> brings way more value, which even makes the fact that he's underappreciated. Yeah, he brings way more value, obviously, but yeah, which makes that- it more. The, Bro, all the more reason in ESPN's top 10. There's no way a player ranked in the top 10 can be the most under. Oh, no, yeah. I was going to say, you cannot have it. I disagree. I disagree. Oh, <laughs> Damian Lillard, I am the biggest Damian Lillard advocate, but the most underrated player in the league is not Damian Lillard. Norman okay, Powell is. Okay, uh, okay maybe take. Maybe Norman Powell might be under- a better player than Damian Lillard. I said it. Okay, the Zoom says now. less than a minute. We're just gonna I don't end this now. Thank you for listening to the Step Back Podcast. <laughs> What's up, guys? Thank you so much for watching this episode on the Step Back Podcast. If you like the video, destroy the like button, uh, leave a comment below, and subscribe for more NBA content.